Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. One minute I'm high and everything's great and I love life and the world looks beautiful and then everything is just horrid and I don't know what has happened and I'm losing my mind and everything around me is crumbling. Have you ever felt like that? Well, I have lived long enough, and I guess I've counseled enough people from teenagers to elderly adults to know that our mind plays tricks on us. Our mind can be a cesspool, and it can be the most beautiful, highest mountain of God's glory. And can we control this? That's the big question that a lot of people ask. Can I really control what I'm thinking about and what I feel and how I say it and what I do? And the answer is yes, but it takes a lot of practice and I believe a lot of prayer. And the one thing that I have learned is that you cannot base your life on the circumstances that are happening around you. Let me give you an example. We just came back from a great cruise celebrating my husband's birthday in Aruba, and we went to Bonaire and Curacao, and we just had a glorious time, and we barely had time to unpack and turn around and head up to St. Louis for Christmas and New Year's. Everything was just wonderful, and we got back just in time for New Year's Eve on our subdivision block where we got to reunite with all of our friends that we made here in Florida. And I'm just on cloud nine. And then we both got sick. My husband and I both. Plus, we found out my mom had it. It was some kind of a bug, a cold, a chest thing. My brother had it. My cousin had had it when we had gone over to their house for Christmas. And my sister had it. So it was something that was contagious. And hopefully, I haven't given it to everybody in our neighborhood. But That's part of it. When you're physically down, when you have a physical ailment or a malady, especially, and I can relate to this, those of us that have a chronic pain, I have this sciatic thing in my back where I've been to everything all the way up to the top to the Mayo Clinic. I've had a back implant. I've had all kinds of interaction with doctors and trials, and it's just something I'm going to have to live with. I take medication, and if I don't, I am literally in bed the whole day. So the one thing that I know is physically when you're down, that kind of affects everything else. If you have a loved one who has physical issues like that, if you're constantly worried about a friend or a family member that has cancer, that's going through all kinds of trials, then there's that as well. That's the physical side of it. Then the mental side of it is how do we let it affect our minds and can we stop it? I know that there is scripture after scripture that talks about I will keep the imperfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Well, we can't just sit around thinking about God and Jesus the whole day, but we can certainly keep it at the forefront 
of our thoughts. The Jewish faith used to have something where they would literally put scripture on a little headband or some kind of a connector thing that went from their hat to their foreheads so that there was an old scripture kept in front of them all day long. I mean, you couldn't help but look at it and think about it. Maybe we ought to go back to that. I don't know. But we can change our thoughts just like we change our minds. When I find myself dwelling on something negative, for instance, this week I found out that my baby cousin, who I had just gone to see in Pennsylvania, had died in her sleep. She had had ALS, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, which her mother had also died from. And it's one of the most debilitating, one of the cruelest of all diseases because your mind is still good and you still think and know everything that's happening around you, but your body just collapses and gives way bit by bit. By the time that I went to see her last October, she was in bed in a nursing home. She couldn't turn over. She couldn't control anything that she did bodily. She couldn't talk. She couldn't swallow. They had already put in a feeding tube at her request. This is why it's very important, side note here, for all of us to get our DNR, do not resuscitate, papers in order and make sure that you do it to the detail of whether that includes drinking water, eating food, food inserts, etc. Anyway, I sat with her for several days, day in, day out, and just showed her pictures, which she would mostly cry in seeing of her mom and her dad and the past life that she had lived and the ups and the downs and the things she wished she had and had not done. Several failed marriages, no children, not much money. She leaves nothing to anybody except old pictures and old memories. And I feel like she had a life that had been planned for her that she never stepped into. I know that many of us have felt that way. I did it one time in my 20s. I knew that that was not the life that God had planned for me in my troubled teen years of drinking and drugging and hating people and hating myself. And when I finally turned my life over spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally to God, he changed me from the inside out, and the process began before I even knew what was happening. Now, after all these years, I am completely aware of when I am high and when I am low, and what to do and how to think and where to go and what to read and how to pray and who to call and how to call on God. That's what I pray you would do, my friend, as well. I love it when we have those highs and we're having fun and partying and playing with friends and celebrating Christmases and loving life, but we don't live on that high mountaintop. We also have to go into the valleys. And I am right now doing a Bible study where I am looking for songs that fit what we're talking about that week. And because we're basing this on the book of Hebrews, 
I have found one of the songs, it's an old spiritual that I love that starts with, for it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows through the lowest valley. Oh, it's the blood that gives me strength from day to day, and it will never lose its power. For those of you that are Jewish or those that have studied the Old Covenant of the Old Testament, the sacrifice, the blood sacrifice of bulls and lambs and even little birds was necessary to pay the price for sin. And now we, who are Christians living in the New Testament covenant, we know that the price has already been paid. When I do my jail ministry every week, I tell my girls that over and over. If you think you have to add something to it by being good enough or doing right or getting right with God, then you're diminishing the power of what God did at the cross. So my friend, as we begin a new year, a new day, perhaps you're listening to this when it's towards your birthday or maybe a new season like summer or maybe going into winter, whatever it is. We can always start afresh, have a new beginning every day, because the one thing we can control is our thoughts and where we go with them and how we deal with them, and we don't have to live with our minds as a roller coaster, up and down and up and down. Today I'm happy, now I'm sad. Today you're going to get a beautiful, wonderful, sweet, happy wife, bud. But tomorrow I'm going to be so down and out, you better not say a word. If any of you live like that, come on, join me. Let's get over it. Life is too short, and let's live the life that God planned for us. Lord, I pray for each one of my friends and family members who are listening. I ask that you will renew their thoughts, renew their minds, keep their minds stayed on what is good and pure and holy and wonderful and uplifting. And if there be any good thoughts, let them think on those. And when our minds go to those old, terrible, negative thoughts, God, remind us, give us a nudge, get out of that mindset. You don't have to stay there. Move on, because what I have for you is better than anything this old world has to offer. And I pray that for my friends as well as myself. In Jesus, amen and amen. God bless you, my friends. This is Dr. Pepper shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.